T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bag was behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard on this Friday night, a football Friday night. We got a lot to get to, including some major, and I mean major Phillies rumors as the winter meetings get started next week out in San Diego with the Phillies. Who know they may jump the markets. So we'll get to some Philly stuff. We'll do some uh, NFL picks later in the show. Of course, we'll look at the props for Sunday's game and put together a same-game parlor over at FanDuel. So we got a lot to hit on tonight. But I, I want to start here with big picture on the Eagles, and, and, and certainly about this game as well, uh, against the Titans on Sunday. The Eagles are about a four-and-a-half-point favorite against the Titans, who are a good team, well-coached. You know, Obviously, Derrick Henry's been a star player in the NFL for a long time, and they win a lot of games. So, you know, I don't think the Titans are a pushover opponent. But, man, you know, not just today, but I would say over the course of the week and the last couple weeks, I hear a lot of worry. I hear a lot of worry on WIP about the Eagles, about this team, and... I come, I come back to this. The Eagles are, right now, a 10-1 football team. And we had Trey Wingo on a couple nights ago, and you know he brought up the old Bill Parcells thing, right? You are what your record says you are. And I don't, I don't fully believe that in terms of you know, there are certain teams who have records. You're like, well, are they really that good? And you have a couple teams in the NFL each year that's like, well, they're better than their record. And then it kind of plays itself out. But I look at this Eagles team, and I believe they are an outstanding football team. They, they, I mean, look at the context of the NFL right now. Like, the league they're in right now. The Eagles are one of only two teams in the NFL right now. One of only two that are top 10 in offense, top 10 in defense. Two. The Buffalo Bills are the other. Excuse me, top six in offense and defense. There's a few. Uh, there's a, a bunch of teams within the top 10. But two teams are within the top six of offense and defensive rankings. The Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. The Eagles are not some 6-5 and five or 7-4 and four team trying to scrap their way to the playoffs. You know, this isn't an okay football team. This is an excellent football team. And that's why I'm not worried about some close games over the last month. I, I wanted to point out, I pointed out the other day, the Los Angeles Rams last year, on the way to a championship, on the way to winning the Super Bowl last year, they had a winless month of November. They didn't win a single game in the month of November. And did we just watch the Eagles go through what I would call a choppy month of November? Yeah, I, I think we could say that. Go back to the game they played in Houston against the Texans, tied at the half, and then they obviously win that game by 12 points. And then they play the Washington Commanders, and they lose on Monday Night Football at home. And they go to Indianapolis, and they're down big, entering the fourth quarter, have to come back on two big drives by Jalen Hurts and a good job by the defense that night. And then, of course, allowing 33 points last Sunday to the Packers. But they won three of four of those games. 
They won three out of four of those games. They won on the road. They won at home. Like It's not like they lost three of four. It's not like they lost three in a row. They won th- in, in what is, no matter how you slice it, their worst period of the season. They were three wins and one loss. We are looking at a football team right now that has a really good offensive line, that is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, that is one of the best secondaries in the NFL, including, I, I would say, the best corner tandem in the NFL. The, the Jets have a pretty good one. Maybe that's it's one of the top two. When Avante Mattis gets back, I believe it's the best corner trio in the NFL. They have a really good group of wide receivers. They have weapons everywhere. And they have a quarterback right now that is playing at a very high level and doesn't turn the football over. You know what all that is? That's a great football team. That, that is, in the context of the NFL, compared to all the other teams, it is a great football team. 215-592-9494. I don't understand the worry about this team. I don't understand the worry I hear out there about this game on Sunday against the Titans. Titans are good. Titans are a pretty good football team. They'll win the worst division in football. Congratulations. They'll lose in the first round. I mean, it's great. I mean, maybe they'll win one playoff game. But the Philadelphia Eagles are a great football team in the context of now. You know, I'm not saying they're, they're the... You know, the 85 Bears. I'm not saying, you know, they're the greatest team in NFL history. But in the context of right now, they are a great football team. And let me give you a comparison. Because we talk a lot about the schedule and who they've played and competition. And they've never done it before, right? This group is, it's not like this group has had a ton of playoff success. Now they have some some older players like Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox who have been here and were here for the runs at 17, 18, 19. But a lot of this team, you know, let's go to Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, some of the younger offensive linemen, A.J. Brown. You know, they haven't been through this together here and won playoff games together here in Philadelphia as a group. Miles Sanders, right? Like, these guys haven't done that. But five years ago, just five years ago, the Philadelphia Eagles were an upstart team who went from decent to great out of nowhere. They had a young quarterback who was emerging. They had depth. They had a coach that... We were starting to like a lot, but really hadn't proven anything. It's not like Doug Peterson in 2017 had ever won a Super Bowl before or coached at a high level in the playoffs. Like You can't tell me in October and November of 2017 we were sitting there saying, you know what, this is a great Eagles football team, and they're going to outplay and outcoach Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. They did that because it was a great team for that year in that moment. And I, I think we're watching it all over again. 215-592-9494. I look at the Eagles like this. They are an outstanding, outstanding football team in the context of this NFL this year. You know, you put the Bills, you put the Chiefs, you put the Eagles. You know, we could dance around the 49ers in that mix as well, even though they have four losses on the season. You could throw the Cowboys at the bottom of that mix, the Bengals. Like, you know, we know who the five, six, seven best football teams are right now. But the Eagles are right there. They're 10 and 1. And I hope that's not lost in everyone, the 10 and 1 part. Because. Everyone wants, everyone wants to throw flowers at the hottest team of the week or the month, right? The Cowboys now, the 49ers now. Those teams have three and four losses respectively. Like, it has to say something. There's something to winning almost every football game. It is impressive to not have your best and to win. To not be at your best and win is impressive. Because guess what? In the playoffs, not every game's going to be your best. Like the Buffalo Bills, for instance, are they really good? Yeah, they're really good. We just watched them win last night. But they've had multiple times this year where they've been in a close game and they've lost. They've been in a lot of those actually the last couple years. And I wonder about them if they could win those games.
you know, are the San Francisco 49ers a really good team? Yeah. They've also lost games to the Bears, and they've lost games, you know, out of nowhere. They've lost the Falcons in Atlanta. They've lost some weird football games. And when they play another really good team in the Chiefs, they got their doors blown off. 215-592-9494. Prior to the season, I said this team, this Eagles team, is better, more talented than the 2017 Eagles. Well, guess what? We, we now have 11 games of sample. That 2017 Eagles team was a great football team. Were they perfect? No, but they were a great team. They overcame injuries. They won almost every game they tried to win, right? They lost in week two of the season. They lost, I think it was like week 13 or 14 in Seattle. And that was the only games they lost the entire season when they tried to win. We know they lost the final game of that year uh, in week 17 to the Cowboys. They rested everybody, right? So the 2017 Eagles... I don't think they had the most pro bowlers. I don't know how many Hall of Famers actually were on that team. Maybe one with Jason Kelsey. I'm not sure. We'll see when it's all when it's all said and done. But they only lost two games the entire year when they tried. That was a great team in the context of that year in the NFL. I believe this Eagles team is a great team in the context of this year in the NFL. They're great. I'm not worried about this team because it's been choppy for a few weeks. 215-592-9494. Do you believe... We're watching a great football team. Because if they are great, if you feel that way like I do, then you're probably not worried about Sunday against the Titans. You're probably not worried about how this season, the regular season ends because there's bigger picture ideas, which is the Super Bowl in mind. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. I believe the Eagles are a great football team. Tucker, what are you thinking? I think the Eagles are a good football team. I've been happy with the success they've had this season. And, it's hard to complain, right? When you're sitting at 10 and 1 through 11 games, there's very few things that we can nitpick. We can talk about the special teams, the run defense struggling with Jordan Davis out, but for the most part, the Eagles have answered the bell every week. The one thing that worries me though is even through 11 weeks, this team hasn't faced a whole lot of adversity yet. I know they lost a couple players to injury, but they haven't really been without a key player for a long period of time yet. Dallas Goddard is really the only guy that they've been missing from the starting lineup this season. Uh, You can throw in Avante Maddox if you're worried about the sock corner. But I also look at the 2017 team, and you're right. they, They were great, but what made them great was their ability to bounce back after dealing with tough blows, their ability to react to adversity. And you kind of look through the middle of that season, they were good. Then they got their doors kicked in by the the Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. and guess what? They came back the next week and beat the Los Angeles Rams in one of the best games maybe in Eagles history as far as regular season goes. And then even without Carson Wentz, they came back and they scratched out a tough game against Atlanta. Then they blew out Minnesota and, and obviously won the Super Bowl. And I haven't seen this team bounce back from any adversity. I haven't seen this team go up against a team that they're underdogs against and step up and really take control. And obviously they're not going to be underdogs right now sitting at 10-1. and But when I look at Sunday's game, Tennessee's 7-2 and in their last nine games. Like this might be, until they play the Cowboys on, on Christmas Eve night, this might be their toughest game of the year. It really is. When you look at an offense built around Derrick Henry, who I think could have a big game against this porous run defense. You look at that defense, and I know we, we joke about how they can't score. Their defense is like second or third in points allowed this year. You throw out the 41 points they allowed to Buffalo in Week 2, the Titans' defense has been elite this season. So 
as we move forward, I, I, I think they're good. I just don't think they've been tested enough to be considered great yet. 215-592-9494. And what Tucker said there is there's there's some obviously truth to that, right? They haven't been tested a ton. But again, at this point, at like exact moment of the season compared to 2017, which is the last time we had a great team here, how many times was that team tested? I mean, they lost the Chiefs in Week 2. That turned out to be a playoff team in the Chiefs. They beat the Panthers in Week 5. That turned out to be a playoff team with the Panthers. Everyone else they faced up until the Rams game, this same juncture of the season, wasn't any good. They weren't playoff teams. Washington, Giants, Chargers, Cardinals, Washington, a bad Niners team, bad Broncos team, Dallas, who did not make the playoffs that year, a bad Bears team. And I even think Seattle missed the playoffs that year. The game they lost in Seattle, that was not a playoff team in Seattle. Then... Then they went to play the Rams the next week, and that was a big test. And, and like Tucker said, they, they answered the bell there. But there, you know that team wasn't really tested in terms of teams they played. But they there was a gut feeling on that team. You had it. Good or great. And that's every time there's a good season here, you wonder that in Philadelphia. All right, is this good or is it great? I think we're watching great. I believe the Eagles can win the Super Bowl. 215-592-9494. I don't feel concern over the Eagles. I don't. You kind of break it down all these different categories. Can they throw the ball? Yes. Can they run the ball? Obviously. Can they block? Yes. Can they play pass defense? Can they get after the quarterback? Yes. I mean, look, there's not everything perfect, but there's enough here compared to everybody else in the NFL. I think we're watching a great team. 215 592 9494. Do you believe the Eagles are a great team? Yes or no? Let's go to the phone lines here. David is up on WIP. Hey, David. This is the camera. You, you, you got this one right. The fear factor is zero. And the reason that they say, you know, you have to play the game, you know, there's always a chance. Even if they were to lose this game, right, that still wouldn't activate the fear factor. And I'll tell you why. They're a great team. And besides the players that they have, the locker room and the desire to want to play, to want to win, they have that emotionally charged togetherness that means that very, very much. Because over the years, you know, especially back in the late 70s and 80s, Danny Ozark with the Phillies, it was just loss after loss after loss. And, of course, you know, Jaworski, he loved them, but despite hitting the turbo many times, you know, and he was he was great. They lost, lost, lost. I hung in there all those years and years. This year, we've had, uh, what, the World Series. Well, didn't work out. That's okay. And the Eagles undefeated didn't work out. But we still have the Eagles at 10-1. and Well, that's right, David. And, and you know, and the, as far as the undefeated thing goes, David, I appreciate it, man. That Was that, was that really going to work out? I mean, like, the idea of them actually going undefeated, while not completely far-fetched, they did get off to a great start, it doesn't happen every day. I mean, we can't, you know. I'm not. I didn't lose any sleep when they didn't go undefeated. I didn't really expect them to. I thought they had a a very outside chance if they kept going. But I look at this team, and I just feel like we're nitpicking. We're looking for reasons why this isn't special. No, it very well may be special. Like the idea of a parade here in a couple months is not far fetched at all to me. It, it is very plausible this Eagles team can win the Super Bowl. It is very similar to 2017. They are loaded at a lot of key positions. They play smart football. They can they could beat you in different ways. I think it's a well-coached football team. We talked about Jonathan Gannon the other night. I mean, obviously, you know my position on Jonathan Gannon. He's a good defensive coordinator. And, and Nick Sirianni in the offense for 
I mean, sometimes Sirianni's decision-making makes me scratch my head a little bit, but I can't argue with the results for Nick Sirianni and his team. I mean, what's their record over the last calendar year? We're we talking about 14-2, and 14-3? I mean, they're obviously regular season. They lost the playoff game. Throw that in, whatever. 14-4? and four? They've been dominant for, for a long time. Let's talk to um, Bobby, who's up on WIP. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, Bobby. What are you thinking tonight? Joe, I, listen, to be honest, I think they're a good football team. On the way to be a great team, but you cannot deny the facts that our special teams is pathetic. And we're going into week 12, and I haven't seen any major changes. You know, our defense is, I love our defense. A lot of Swiss cheese last Sunday night when I was down there, and it's scary. I called, I called your station back in uh, 17. In fact, Seth Joyner was on the program. And I said, our defense, no way compares to when you played, Seth, but our defense is doing something. We have that X factor. And I see it happening this year, too. Well, you I mean, Bobby, you're you're you and I agree on the special teams. It's bad. I mean, we we can't even yeah. call it we can't even call it below average. It's a bad special teams unit, and that does worry me. That, that, absolutely. And but, what do you think about like our our D? I mean, we're you know we're letting a lot of a lot of run yards, you know, right 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 up the middle. Yeah, I'm not as worried about the defense, Bobby. I I think they're fine. I, I really do. They're second in the NFL in yards per play allowed. I mean, they but had. How many talks- how many points does the offense have to put on the board, though, Joe? You can't. I mean, you could, we're going to. First of all, I'm afraid that we're going to kill Jalen, letting him run so well. Well, that's a, that's a fair concern. But as far as their defense goes, they're they're allowing less than 20 points a game. It's top 10 in the NFL. Their defense, and that's even with last week. I I would guess before, but last week, Bobby it was probably top six or seven, and they they fell down because they gave up 33 points. But they don't allow 30 plus points very often. No, I I just I still feel that you know. That, that when they have you know their boot on their on their neck, man, don't take it off. Just keep on stepping on it. And sometimes because they're they, you know they they almost let that team last last Sunday night come back in and win. You know. Yeah, and that That's- was and then, well, that last touchdown was annoying. You know when when Watson took it all the way. And Bobby, I appreciate I appreciate the phone call. And I no team in the NFL, none is without any warts and without any concern. We we I think sometimes we remember the end of 2017, and I mean the playoffs. Right, how great it, it turned out to be, and we forget that they had a tough stretch in the beginning and middle of December, end of December. Their their month of December in 2017 was choppy, and I don't. I'm not even just talking about the Carson Wentz injury and, and having to go to Nick Foles. I mean, here is what the Eagles did in December of 2017. They lost by two touchdowns in Seattle. Again, that was a Seattle team that missed the playoffs. They gave up 35 points in a win to the Rams. That was a heck of a win. I agree with Tucker. It was one of the great games in Eagles history. But they, they also gave up 35 points. It wasn't like they dominated. They gave up 29 points to a Giants team the next week that had to win like four games. I, 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 that, I, my, my memory tells me that was a terrible Giants team. They only scored 19, and I believe we only had 13 with a couple seconds to go against the Raiders on Christmas night. And they then, only had 10 with a couple seconds to go. 10. Okay, and then they barely played anyone and got shut out by the Cowboys in the final week of the season. Like that great Eagles team. And we all acknowledge now it's a great Eagles team. They won the Super Bowl five years ago. They had a tough month. I'm not going to change my perception on this Eagles team off of one choppy month with injuries involved. 
And again, they won three of the four games. That's what great teams do. They find a way. They find a way. Josh is up on WIP. Hey, Josh. Um, good evening, guys. Good evening, Josh. I, um, Seriani and Steichen has to coach now. Uh, this uh, Pat Riley, uh, whatever you want to call his motivating speakers type nonsense, it's going to wear off. And now these guys are going to have to coach a football team, for God's sakes. I mean, for the love of God. But they haven't, Josh, the Josh they, haven't, they haven't been doing that. They're 10-1. and one. No, they've been escaping most of, you know, uh, for a lack of play calling. That's vanilla. I mean, I, you know, these guys got to these guys got to put a play a, a play schedule together. Uh, something, Josh. But they had they, 500 yards of offense last Sunday. Yeah, to to Jalen's uh, a great a uh, feat. I mean, Jalen is the coach and the leader of this football team. Steichen and Sirianni are great motivator speakers, but as far as play calling, they is crap. But Josh, let, let, let's be real for a second. And I, I'm a I, I'm a very big Jalen Hurts fan. You this offense, which is RPO friendly and and mobile quarterback friendly, like this offense helps him. I, I got that, but they got to develop play calling when you get to the Dallas Cowboys. You know they the beat t- them already. I'm t- I'm sick of this Dallas Cowboys stuff. What are they What are they gonna do when they face the Cowboys? Did you see how they took Micah Parsons out of the game? He was yeah, invisible. I, yeah, that the Titans game. That's my biggest fear because it's going to come down to play calling and all this nonsense that Steichen and Seriani with this. What not? What's the not? I don't understand what you mean. What nonsense? They they don't. They don't call plays legitimate plays. They don't. They're not play callers. They, what what, I mean? what kind of play do you want to see, Josh? What does that mean? What that what I mean is I I I need more from these guys. I need play action fakes. I need bootlegs. I need I need double reverses. I need double something. reverses. Josh, buddy, forty points and five. Am I living in a different world? Did they just put up forty points and five hundred yards of offense without calling any plays? You know what I want on Sunday? If they don't open double reverse, everyone walk out of the link. Seventy-five grand in protest. I mean, I want running back passes. I want to. If you don't run six trick plays per quarter, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to have a job. I'm sorry. I, I honestly, sometimes I just think the results don't matter, and it's all about how it looks or feels to you. Eagles defense top two in the league in some categories. Eh, I don't like the way it looks. 500 yards offense, 40 points, eh, don't like the play calling. What do you expect or want? You know what I want? Wins, and this team wins almost every week. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the Eagles. I'm not worried about this game on Sunday because we're watching a great football team. That's the, that's the bottom line. This team is an average. They're not pretty good. We're talking about a team that's been excellent. They're 10-1. and one. They are top of the league. They're top six in offense and defense. This isn't just some team. We're watching a really good, great football team. 215-592-9494. It's how you We get back. Also want to explain why all this all this fear for Derrick Henry. Oh, what Derrick Henry's going to come in here and do. Yeah, you, Derrick Henry's not as good as you think he still is. 215-592-9494. 
Tucker and I are Derek Henry experts. We'll break the numbers down for when we get back. Your phone calls as well, 215-592-9494. It's how you hop board on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sports. So right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Sign up, promo code Gilio. Look, FanDuel is all your favorite bets. From the money line to points, spreads to player props. And you get paid your winnings fast. All in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I love the FanDuel app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Sign up promo code GILIO for your no sweat first bet. That's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. The Eagles are a great football team. And all this worry here in Philadelphia and all their defense and the run defense and Jonathan Gannon and special teams. Now, the special teams do concern me, but it's over the top. We're talking about a team right now that is 10-1. Top six offense, top six defense, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, excellent corners, good offensive line, a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. Like, you draw it up, this is what you ask for. Is it perfect? No. But I think we're watching a great football team. Agree or disagree? 215-592-9494. Quickly on the Titans and this game on Sunday, and then we'll go back to your phone calls here. Does anyone want to admit or acknowledge that this is that Derrick Henry's not as great as he used to be? And, and you know what? If at 425 on Sunday you send me a message, hey, moron, he ran for 220. Remember when you said he wasn't that good anymore? That's fine. It, it happens. It happens. But as of right now, like as of today, Derrick Henry has not been the Derrick Henry that we're all fearing. Yeah, He still looks like him. He still could break a couple plays. And he has this year. He's had some big games. But Derrick Henry this season is running for 4.2 yards per carry. That's not special. I mean, there's a bunch of backs in the NFL, including Miles Sanders, who are over five yards a carry. And I'm not saying Miles Sanders is is necessarily better, but the Derrick Henry that has played so far in 2022 is not great. I mean, he hasn't been week to week great. It's just, it's the facts. I mean, the last three weeks, 2.2 yards a carry, 3.1 yards a carry, 2.8 yards a carry. 
And, I mean, heck, Tucker and I are experts on the Derrick Henry this stuff. We have him on our WIP fantasy team. And has he put up a good amount of points for us? He has. But he's Second not. Second running backs this year. Yeah, but I don't look at him right now as the guy that, you know, a couple years ago, I mean, we're talking about a guy that ran for 5.1 yards a carry, 1,500 yards, two years ago, 2020. 5.4 a carry, 2,027 yards. 4.2 a carry. And he also, if you kind of dive into the numbers, he has one game this year against the Texans that he always runs crazy against the Texans where he ran for over 200 yards. You take that one game out and you look at his other 10 games, Tucker, he's averaging 3.8 yards a carry besides that Texans game. I This is not the same Henry it was even two years ago. No, I mean, he's not as special. I think he still has that potential in him. But you also look at his numbers and how they've been using him. I wonder if he's wearing down as the season goes on. I mean, this is a guy who's now 28 years old, and we know what happens to running backs as they near the age of 30. And even though he's put up decent numbers, like he already has 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns this season, he also has 247 carries, which leads all of the NFL. So he's been great in fantasy strictly due to volume, and that's going to continue in that offense because they don't trust Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball because they don't really have anybody to throw the ball to, even with Traylon Burks healthy again. But... Yeah, I mean, this isn't 2020 first-team All-Pro Derrick Henry who rushed for 2,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. I mean, he's only averaging 95 yards a game, and that's his lowest total since 2018. Well, look at uh, per year, the last three years, 126 a game, 117 per game, 95 per game. Again, this is not he, he's still a, a chore for the Eagles. I'm not saying they're going to hold him to 20 yards on Sunday, but I, I just I don't look at him right now like two years ago you're like, oh, no. You got to play the Titans. Derrick Henry might run for two hundred, and just you lose the game because he's just that great. He's not been that this year. I'm not going to lose any sleep this weekend over Derrick Henry, and I know it's against an Eagles defense that has struggled against the run. But you know what? Two weeks ago, well, you know, for all the the whining I, I keep hearing, two weeks ago they went to Indianapolis, and Jonathan Taylor is a tremendous back. Right? Last year he was probably the best back in last season in the NFL, and he had a big run on the first drive. And he had like forty yards in the first drive. Jonathan Taylor was silent. The rest of the game, silent, including a fumble late in the game at Epps Force that really kind of shifted the momentum there. So they just went up against a great back two weeks ago. He didn't. He didn't do that much. Let's talk to Shane in Wilmington. What's up, Shane? What's going on, JG? What's up? What's up, Shane? Man? How are you, buddy? What's on your mind tonight? I'm doing all right. I'm, I got a couple of things. I'm going to rapid fire by you, but um, I to- I'm kind of I'm totally with you on the whole sense that the Eagles are actually a great team. I think they're. I think I checked this a couple of weeks ago. They're the only team with both an offense and a defense in the top ten. What more do people want? What are they looking for? What more do they need to do? In fact, like before this, before Jordan Davis got hurt, they were the number one rush defense in the league. They've only been ran on the last few weeks, and they're still in the top ten as a defense. It's just, ah, what are people looking for? I, I, Shane, I don't know. I, mean, I think people are afraid because I, coming into the year, the perception was, you know, across, I think, Philadelphia was they're good. They're pretty good, right? They, they're a playoff team. But I don't think anyone thought they were great before the season. And then they, they are great or they perform great. I think people worry, like, maybe I was right to begin with, right? Maybe they aren't that great. Like People, people seem to be looking for reasons why this isn't a special Eagles team. But at 10-1, and one, it certainly feels like a special Eagles team. 
Yeah, they're the best team in the league, man. I just, ah, man, uh, it's it's at least they're in the conversation. So it just it bothers me that people are like that. Like, look, I know the the people are saying things about the Eagles' schedule, but nobody said a thing about Tom Brady beating up on the likes of the Cleveland Browns of the early two thousands twice a year, and the Miami Dolphins who did absolutely nothing twice a year. And every they got six free wins. The Eagles finally have a decent schedule, and everybody's up in arms about oh. Man, we need double reverses against the Dallas Cowboys. What? We're the number one rushing offense in the league. Like, so here's another thing to me. Howie Roseman has finally figured out that there's like some people get frustrated when he pivots on team building. But like, look, the Eagles, what they do good right now. It was what I describe as tempo ball. They control the ball so that the opposing team's offense, you know, the Josh Allens, the Patrick Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers of the league, they never even get on the field. It's, it's, a, it's an antithesis to what everybody else thinks the NFL should be. It's like pass the ball all over the yard, backyard football. And I love it. Run the ball and play good defense. And I'm looking forward to the Eagles going to the playoffs. Well, Talk Shane, to you later, yeah, Jay-Z. you got it, man. What's, <clears throat> excuse me, what's interesting to me about the complaints – and I know this week Elliot was on with the um, afternoon show, and they're talking about the pass offense, right? And has it been as productive? I guess the last four weeks, and we we're worried about the passing offense. Again, it's almost—it's almost like we are—we're blind to our own history here. If you go back to 2017, if I say to you, "What do you think the Eagles were ranked higher in in 2017 across the league, passing or running?" The answer is running. The Eagles in 2017 won the Super Bowl on the back of a great pass rush. A really good defense that limited big plays, a, an offensive line, a running game, and big plays and efficiency in the passing game. They weren't the number one passing offense in the NFL, not, not, even by clo- not even close. Not by volume, not by numbers, and they, they weren't close. This year's team has actually been a more efficient passing offense than the 2017 team. But they have, in terms of yards per attempt, like they just won the Super Bowl with a blueprint. And, and they kind of have a similar one. Now all the players are a little bit different and the coach is different, but this is an organizational template. We have good corners. We have good pass rush. We, get, we could throw the ball. We can run the football. Like We're aggressive on fourth down. This is how they won the Super Bowl. They're, they're doing it again just with a different cast of characters. 215-592-9494. Ty is up on WIP. Hey, Ty. Hey, good evening. Well, good evening, Ty. What's up? Uh... Just a few things. Um, first of all, like, I'm just sick and tired of people piping up Tennessee and San Fran like these juggernauts that can't be stopped. Like, it's like, first of all, who have they played? They haven't played nobody. Well, you know, especially, Ty, if especially, if, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up, especially the Titans. If you look at their games this year, their wins versus their losses, like they've beat up bad teams and they've played good teams and they have not and played they, very they well. they lose to them. Yep. You know, like, and the same thing with, um, and, and, and come on, man. First of all, the Titans lost the wins. Are you kidding me? Well, that was like, that, that was last year. They, they beat no, the. No, 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 no. This year. <laughs> No, they beat him. They beat him. No, they lost. No, they beat him. I just looked it up before before I got put on. They lost. The Titans did beat no, Washington. No, you, don't, you know what? I, I take that back. I take that back. But he did have his best game against them. Yes, but they beat him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I take that back. But um, 
And then you look at San Fran, and it's, it's the same exact question. It's like, who have they beat? You know, they, they lost to the Falcons. Well, and they you lost, know, and, and they also lost to the Bears. The Bears, who might Bears. be the second worst team in the league. And, and, and this is another thing. Every time Tennessee go up against a mobile quarterback, that's 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 they um Achilles heel going up against mobile quarterbacks. Well, you Just think, like of, yeah, I mean, playing. Josh Allen in Week Two, apps. I mean, Ty absolutely torched him. Ty, I appreciate the phone call. Ty brings up a good point on Tennessee. Now, I, I respect them. I don't think they're a bad team. They're going to win their division. They're going to make the playoffs. I respect Mike Vrabel, all that. But the Titans this season, here are their wins. They have beaten the Raiders, who stink. They've beaten the Colts, who stink. They've beaten Washington. That might that might be their best win, actually, is the Washington win. They beat the Colts, who stink. They beat the uh, Texans, who stink. They beat Denver, who stinks. They beat Green Bay, who we, we just saw last week and know is not very good. Their losses, Giants, Bills, Kansas City, Cincinnati. I mean, they face four teams. Their best win is Washington. That's not very good. I know the Eagles lost to Washington. They split with them, but their best win is Washington. When they've played good teams this year, they have lost those games. That's that's the truth about this this Titans team. Let's talk to Jude. What's up, Jude? Oh, how you guys doing? Joe, Tucker. You got it, Jude. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, first, Tucker, that was a legendary tweet about the uh, Van Buren brothers. I saw that one. Um, Then both being from Honduras. Pretty good nugget from you, man. So wait, um, the Van, like the Seinfeld Van Buren brothers? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Steve Eagles. Van Buren and his little brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is his little brother's name? But where'd that come from? Why are we tweeting about the Van Buren brothers? I think I tweeted something about Chuck Bednarik, and someone responded, uh, responded about Steve Van Buren. <laughs> Got it. And they're from? Yeah, yeah. They're both from where? Honduras? Yeah, I believe they're they're the son of a, a Honduran banana farmer. <laughs> See, that's that's the kind of knowledge you you only get on the evening show. Oh, absolutely, and it's killer too because you guys, you know, you now with that. Um, I just want to get on a, a quick topic about the World Series. Mm-hmm. The end of September, listen, I, I love listening to you guys, and I, I don't want to knock you at all, but the end of September, I felt a little like pessimism coming about a playoff run for the Phils. And, uh, you, um, you didn't just feel it. I was you, screaming it. I, 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 yeah, I was it, as it was pessimistic as anybody. I didn't believe yeah. <laughs> I didn't believe. I didn't believe they were no. going to do it. <laughs> it was, but but the, the way you brought it in and, and like some of the callers just getting like so aggravated that there was no hope at all. And I just feel like, if they if you felt like they were going to go far or at least have a run, you know, you you brought the topic in, and um, I don't know. Do you have like a rebuttal on it at all? What about what do you two think about that? From about that the point Phils? In time to now, well, I mean, yeah, I was, yeah, like I was, end of September to, to right now. Yeah, well, I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, I'm one. I was wrong, but two, I, I just I didn't think they were winners. Right? They were obviously the Phillies have had talent for years. They've had some really talented players. I didn't think they knew how to win, and they learned how to win. Now they didn't win the they didn't win the whole thing, but I, I thought in the month of October, their Jude, late September, when they clinched in Houston, and then throughout the playoffs, I felt like I, they learned how to win for the first time, which is awesome because now now we have some excitement the next couple of years that they could kind of take where they are and, and keep doing it. Gotcha. I, I uh, and then I'm twisting it one more thing into the Eagles for uh, Sunday, the whole run game, Derrick Henry thing. I uh, I saw the over under. What is that? Like 75 right now for Henry? They they changed that. I think it's I, last time we looked was a little higher, but it's not. It's not in the. It's not like in the 90s. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, then we'll just keep on the the under for it, right? 
Well, I mean, if it's under, that'd be Drew, that'd be awesome. Drew, we appreciate the phone call. We will um later in the show, we're gonna do our FanDuel Sportsbook same game parlay for the Eagles. We always like to do this on Fridays to give you picks. And a couple of weeks ago, we almost nailed one on the dot. So we'll uh, we'll check where the Henry one is. Is is it that high? Is it in the nineties? I mean, he does average ninety five a game, so maybe it is a little higher than than our last caller threw out there. But you know, the Eagles the last couple of weeks, uh, I found it actually. It's eighty eight and a half for Sunday. That's well, it. they are. Seven and one, six and one when he has over 85 rushing yards this year. Hmm. So if we think the Eagles win, we got to go with the under. One and three when he's under 85. That feels like the, the right way to play it. Let's talk to Al in Upper Darby. Hey, Al. Hey, what's happening? What's up, Al? Uh, you know, I'm tired of you Eagles fans. You cried when they were doing perfect. They had a perfect season. Oh, they got to lose. I need a loss because I don't want them to go. Now they lost. Now you're thinking that they're not good enough. Come on, make up your mind. Be consistent. Take it as like it is. It's a pot. It's a stewing pot. You're making a meal. Everything comes into play. Good defense, good offense, a little love. Well, I agree, Al. And Al, we appreciate the phone call. Um, bottom line is this. Was Al on a motorcycle? What do you think? Sounded like it. We lost him, but I think he was on a motorcycle. Hopefully, Al's okay. I mean, he was riding a motorcycle. I, I don't. Full disclosure: I accidentally hit the button. And I dropped him. <laughs> okay, I was I was wondering where Al went. Um, if and he but... wants to call back, he can. Sure, we'll sure. Uh, well, you know, I I did sound like Al was on a motorcycle. You always wonder about multitasking. Just want to make sure Al's okay. I'm glad that you dropped him. He didn't drop. Uh, anyway, as far as you know, people complaining or or I just think we're nitpicking. That, that's all. We're, we're nitpicking things. If they were losing these games, I think it's it's a story of and a question of are they still going to win the division? Are they still the best team in the division? I mean, you look at some of these projections that ESPN I went up a few minutes ago. They're like seventy eight percent to have the number one seed in the NFC. I mean, this is not a team that's scratching and clawing their way. They are ten and one. They have won in every kind of way. They've won on the ground. They've won in the air. They've won with defense. They've won with offense. That's what great teams do. There is no only one way to win in the NFL. And you're not going to have every week where you blow the door off opponents. Just not. I mean, I don't care if you're the Chiefs. The Chiefs have had some close games this year. Chiefs have also lost some games. The Bills have had close games. The Bills just went to Detroit. Remember week one when everyone here was screaming about how they barely beat the Lions? Did you see how the Bills barely beat the Lions on Thanksgiving? You know, the Eagles are more like the great other great teams in the NFL than they are not like them. They're all kind of similar in that most weeks they show up and they're better than everybody else. And then the weeks they're not, they, they can still win the game, and those teams have dropped a few. Eagles have dropped one. I think we're watching a great football team. Tom is in Alabama. Hey, Tom. Good job. How you doing? Good, Tom. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing much, man. I agree with you. The Eagles, I think, have a, a great team, man. And, uh, you know, Hurts staying in the weight room certainly didn't hurt anything. Um, you know, that guy's in shape. He, I watches everything he eats. I mean, he's the whole deal, man. He turned it around. And he. I, there was a play Sunday night where it evolved, and he was going toward the out of bounds, and he was looking. It looked like he was going to force something. And I said, please throw it away. And as soon as I did, he did. And I said, maybe he's got it. Uh, Miles Sanders, man, I had to tip my cap to him. I called him out right here, and uh, he's played well and played really good. Isn't it funny how in the contract year them legs have an extra tingle, Joe? It, 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 they always do, Tom. And then as soon as that contract is delivered to those running backs, those legs go, uh, they go like jello. 
you know, I got to give a shout out to Derek Henry though, because I like Derek Henry. I met him one time. He's a cool cat. Joe, check this. I think he's had close to 1,800 touches in six and a half years. How many times do you probably know? How many times do you think he's fumbled? Uh, that's a good. I would guess not many. I mean, he's. I, I if I had to guess uh, in his career, you said about 1,800 touches. Maybe I don't know, 15 fumbles. He doesn't fumble very often. That's a good guess. Eleven, man. Um, it truly, he's he was a warrior here in Alabama, and uh, you know, but he should be getting tired, like Demarco Murray mm-hmm. got tired, you know, getting hit that many times. But the ultimate deal here is going to be the rotation, and just like Aaron Rodgers, we need to hit Tannehill, and in the process, blow his ass right up, brother, and take over the defense here. I look for the Eagles. Uh, I'm thinking 26-13, they cover. And, uh, you know, the main thing is to lock this one seed up all the way down through. And maybe, possibly, I would think out of the 52, maybe there's one damn guy. I don't care if they got to spend the roster spot. they got to kick the ball out of the end zone, zone Joe, because that's going to burn us just like Reese Hoskins shielding. Oh, Tom, that, that, you're putting bad karma out there, but I agree with you. Tom, I appreciate it. I, I don't like to think about that, that, that special teams could be the Reese Hoskins defense of this this Eagles team. It could be true, though. I mean, the special teams is a disaster. And, yeah, they have to kick it out of the end zone because last week Jake Kelly kicked it halfway through the end zone and the guy still returned it out. It's one of the most disrespectful things I've seen in the NFL this season. Nobody takes the ball out of the end zone anymore. Nobody. You get the ball in the end zone, you take the knee, or you just let the ball fall for the touchback because you're getting the ball at the 25-yard line. You have to get – like if you're, if you're catching the ball midway through the end zone, you have to run 30 yards before being tackled at least – for it to be a, a success, a smart thing to do, because if you just don't catch it or you just t- catch it and take a knee, you get the ball at the 25-yard line. It really makes no sense to pull it out unless you think you get to the 30 or 40-yard line. And guess what? The guy did it last week gets the Eagles. It is a problem. As far as Derrick Henry, did he fumble last week? Yeah, he did. He, I know, he fumbled we lo- into the end zone and Traylon Perks picked it up for a touchdown. Yeah, I know, because he's, again, he's on Tucker and uh, my fantasy team in the WIP League, and I was watching that play on Red Zone, and I was like, we just lost a touchdown, Derek. And we lost a couple points because he fumbled. It, it right. Been like a, it would have been like a 15-point play because it was a 75-yard yard touchdown catch. I will say, if you look at their offense, even the games where he does run well, they don't put up a ton of points. Mm-mm. I think their season high on points this year is 27, which is right about what the Eagles average. Like I, I think the bigger... I don't want to say concern, but the bigger matchup and the bigger storyline coming into this game isn't whether or not Derrick Henry is going to run all over the Eagles because he's run all over teams and they still haven't put up huge numbers of points. It's whether or not the Eagles can score on the sixth-ranked defense in football. Yeah, and how they do it because the Titans are one of the best, if not the best, run defense in football. This feels like a week for the pass game to reemerge a little bit for the Eagles. It has been... I, I don't think it was poor in the Washington game. They just had turnovers, right? They lost. They didn't have possession. They they kind of, It was kind of choppy, and they, they gave the ball away. The last two weeks, the passing offense has been less than where they need it to be. I agree with Elliot on that and the, the talking points this week. This feels like a week it should get better. It, they should be able to make more plays in the passing game. And doesn't it feel like an A.J. Brown day? I mean, it's all set up. That, you know, I, I don't fear any of their corners. And they're all smallish, if if my kind of memory serves them. Fulton, they're small corners. Like, A.J. Brown should have a giant day on Sunday. This feels like his spot. Yeah, and considering that he's had back-to-back clunkers, like he had that uh, interception 
that kind of fell through his hands. He right. had to fumble. Um, he, he said he was sick last week, and he watched his post-game press conference. His eyes were bloodshot, and he, he looked terrible. So if he's healthy, I'm sure he's a pretty prideful guy. And he wants to show Tennessee that they were wrong. Yeah, and I think he will. 215-592-9494. Tell you hot board. Next hour, we'll hear from Nick Sirianni on A.J. Brown, how he's approaching this week in the revenge spot against the Tennessee Titans. Eagles, are we watching a great football team? Are the 2022 Eagles great? I believe they are. I I think the nitpicking is understandable because they haven't played their best. But let's keep it in perspective. I believe we're watching a great Eagles team. Agree or disagree? 215-592-9494. Ty Hopper will come back. Your phone calls end. The Phillies. We have significant rumors. Like every night we do hot stove check-in and there's like, you know, drips and drabs and we kind of take a story and run with it. No, there's a significant rumor out there with the Phillies as the winter meetings approach and the shortstop market. We'll bring that to you next. Who are the names? Who else besides Trey Turner could be involved as the Phillies go big game hunting at the shortstop position? 215-592-9494. It's how you hop board on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.